Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come on, lady. Come on, lady. One pound fish. Oh. It's very loud, the headphones. Mine aren't that loud. Oh, interesting. So maybe you've got all my volume. Is that uh, how headphones work? Yeah, sorry. I stole your volume. Pew! Right, you ready for this, Sean? No, not really. How are you feeling? Quite hot. Yeah, I feel quite big. I was worried that I might cry. Yeah. But all of the fluid from my body has sort of gone to my armpits and crotch. So I don't think I can cry now. Very sexy. Yeah. I just went for a wee and I thought I'd maybe wet myself, but it was just sweat. (laughs) Welcome to the episode. Stop all the clocks. Cut off the telephone. Prevent the dog from barking with a juicy bone. Silence the pianos and with a muffled drum. Bring out the coffin. Let the mourners come. Nah, I'm just kidding. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. Every episode we read out and discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the final stage, where John and I will deliberate over every single film idea ever pitched in this podcast to determine the overall winner of the Dream Factory, which will purely coincidentally be a film pitched in this very episode, because I cannot remember a single film pitched in the preceding 99 episodes. I'm Joel, a man who puts the fun in what a fundamental waste of everyone's time and across from me is john harris a man who i love dearly and i've enjoyed making this podcast with for almost two years and john i mean this when i say this it'll be such a shame when we never speak to each other again after tonight <laughs> when we leave this room no more words it, mate. will be exchanged talk to my agent if you want but you're not getting me <laughs> oh. ah, that was champagne that i just took a swig of it and i haven't brought any for john oh should we do the show let's do the last ever show these are all real ones. Joel had to make no one up this week. First and uh, foremost, let's go to friend of the show, Stu. We made it to 100 episodes without anyone requesting to be our enemy, so that's one success. We yes. are universally loved. Perfect. Home base alone. Come on. It's already too, it's almost too perfect home base. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin already was mostly using DIY techniques. Macaulay Culkin was so good at making booby traps in his own home, imagine how good he'd be in a home base. Yeah. 
do home base do animals? Do home question. base. It's a good question. Can no, probably not, but you can probably buy pond accessories there. Tweeters. I was a big fan of going to the big trade and estate shopping centre because I love oh, pets. Yeah. I love pets at home. I love PC World. For sure. Toys R Us. That was probably the one more aimed towards me as a kid, but came third on that list. And then so like I had local ones that had the classic stuff you're talking, like you say, pets and home home base. But then if I went to pets my and dad, home bed. If my dad was like really pushing the boat out, and he went to like the Slough one, it also had like a like a fast food. I'm gonna talk, say, talk to me, talk I'm to gonna me. say a McDonald's in the middle of the car park, like a drive-through in the middle of it. Oh yeah, that's the big one. That's the big one. That's Do you remember Comet? Oh my gosh! No yeah. one thinks about Comet anymore. But wow. I was sick once, and me and Mum went to Comet, and we bought a new TV. Uh, I was gonna say something else really insightful then, but it's gone. When you were a kid, yep. did pets at home have more exotic pets than it does now? Mm. When I was a kid, I. Honestly, when I was a kid, yeah. my memory of Pets at Home is that it's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> and oh. you go in and there'd be lizards just walking around in little Pets at Home uniforms. But now I think it's just rabbits and fish. I don't know, Joel. And they're in the same enclosure. I can't remember there being... I remember it being like rabbits and Snakes stuff. when I was a kid, I'm sure there were. Turtles. Shut up. Snakes. I'm pretty sure there were. <laughs> you hate snakes? <laughs> Do you hate snakes? I'm not, I'm not a fan of snakes. It's one of the many things I share with Indiana Jones. <laughs> what else do you share with him? General handsomeness. Yeah, agree. Archaeology prowess. Mm. A hat. Yeah, yeah. Four out of four. Yeah, you've got me. <laughs> you've got me. They are the four, they're the four pillars of John Harris. Yeah, anyway, tweet us. Do you remember more exotic animals being available at Pets at Home? What about this one? Tweet us quick, because I'll be deleting that Twitter account sharpish. <laughs> Before the episode even goes out. I'll be renaming it Pictures of My Bum. Oh, great. At Pictures of... Remember to follow At Pictures of My Bum. That probably already exists. Uh, what about this one from Rachel? Hammer Mia. Jumping on the bandwagon of inexplicably popular Mamma Mia, Hammer Horror does a mashup that leaves ABBA fans confused and horrified. I'm going to be honest with you. When I heard Hammer Mia, I thought it was going to be Mamma Mia, but with pigs. Yeah, I... I'm Which, sorry, I, Rachel. I'm sorry, Rachel. That's better. I want to see pigs doing Mamma Mia. That is better. Can you think of any ABBA pun songs now immediately? Oh. Dancing Queen, what can that be? Nothing. There's no meat product that rhymes with Queen. Next. What are their other songs? Waterloo. Take no. Bacon Chance. No, Bacon Chance, chance on, on Me. me. Bacon mm. Chance. It's not bad. Bacon it's not bad. Yeah. It's not, look, what are the other ABBA songs? Ladon Chance on Me. <laughs> Porker Chance on Me. Oh, I good. think what we good. should do, because uh, Meryl Streep is one of the greatest actors of our generation and previous generations, what we should do is... And future generations. And future She stays. The rest and of it's pigs. Just pigs. <laughs> and she gives the performance of her life. Of course she does, because she's got to raise her game to bring up the level of all the pigs. <laughs> I've been watching her in Pig Thank Little Lies. for the music. You oink, just, oink, oink, oink. You just completely... Yeah, yeah. Stomped all over my gag then, mate. I can't Say it again. So I've been watching her in Pig Little Lies every Sunday, and that's been very good. Very nice. Uh, I'm glad I got to say that again. Uh, and I think, listener, you can see why I'm leaving this fucking podcast. <laughs> hey, John, give me another idea. Oh, it's, all, it's all legit people this week. Yeah, hey, real. here's a secret. Mm. Sometimes in the preceding 99 episodes, they've not all been real. And me and John have had to come up with more than one idea each an episode. Sometimes I would come up with two. <laughs> what about this one from a certain Matt G? Never heard of him. Raging Bell. Jamie Bell finally goes postal. That's my dad. Oh. Jamie Bell is my dad. <laughs> really good. Jamie Bell, is he still a big guy? Did he have his moment? There was a moment and he didn't capitalise on the moment, I think, because he was in King Kong. He, He's furious that he never got his big break in Hollywood. And so he kills everyone. He like definitely that does Furious well. With Nicholas Holt. What's he been furious in? Well, he's just got an angry face. Yeah. Uh, did you see Fantastic Four or Four Fantastic? No. Or did anyone? Did anyone see that? 
fantastic. That's what it is, isn't it? No. They put a four instead of the T, so it's fantastic. Fantastic. I saw it. He was grumpy, but he yeah. he was on that. Were film, you grumpy so. as well? <laughs> exactly. I think everyone was grumpy in that film. To be fair. So Jamie Bell goes absolutely ballistic. He kills all the leading men in Hollywood till he gets a leading role. Yeah. That's the film. I like it. Yeah. And he finally gets his big break. And guess what? He loses out on the Oscar to a pig that was in Hammermere. <laughs> Um, Did we... that dog from that silent film get nominated for something once? No, it didn't get nominated. It just went to the Oscars. <laughs> Shut up, Joel. Best supporting actor. <laughs> I'd like to thank... Best supporting actor. <laughs> Imagine you're a human up against the fucking dog from the artist. Right, it's the future. <laughs> that will happen. That will happen. The artist. Thank you for reminding me what it was. Uh, that will happen. Hopefully. The pig from Black Mirror got a BAFTA. <laughs> fair play, to be fair. Um, I've got two from Emma here. We've got a few where there's a couple from people and I'm just going to... Oh, now you fucking show your yeah. faces. Two from Emma. Uber driver, an update on the classic or Slade Runner. We've done Slade Runner, but we haven't done this conceit because we did it as a, as a Christmas film. Mm. Clueless kid in new job running errands for the band Slade. Yeah, but well, they are Christmas as well. They are. They're just in, intrinsically Christmas. Yeah, you don't you think? You can't... What about if, come if you were doing words? Yeah, big, it's a big tune. But if you were doing word association, yeah, and you said slate to people, they would say Christmas, mm. wouldn't they? They wouldn't say noddy holder. It's not a word, John. It's two. It's two words. They might say noddy. I like the little man with the red and yellow car. Do you think that noddy holder would <laughs> noddy be a real holder? Such a stupid. Hey, <laughs> hey! You can't have the surname Holder. Hey, and then make the first name sound like a comical thing you could actually hold. Yeah. I've had, I, mm, no, I'm not going to say Did it. you have a little noddy car? I didn't, but I had, were they weebles? What's a weeble? Uh, push a weeble over, it won't fall down, they bounce back up. And there were characters in Noddy that were like that. They were like weebles. They had like rounded bottoms, and if you pushed them, they'd bounce back up. What, in the TV show? Big time. Interesting. By the noddy car, do you mean that toy car that was big enough for you to sit in as a kid that had the noddy colour scheme, but was no... No, there was a legit noddy car. Oh, because I was going to say, that car, which which lots of kids had, was in no way actually officially... Is it the great, isn't that the greatest selling car of all time? Or have I just made that up? That's a great... Tweet us. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, no, I think it might be the greatest selling car of all time. Right, we got three from Matthew. Matthew's a new listener. He joined us recently and he's got, he's got involved. Unlucky, mate. Plane tra- no, he's listened to, one a, listened to one a week. I saw a tweet that he'd listened to loads of them. Don't do that, Matthew, because they'll oh. be gone. There's never, there's never any more of them. It's yeah. a finite resource. You know, we're not solar. We are coal. Um, Luke uh, started DM'd us and he said that 100 was a neat number. And I said, if we ever come back, it's for exactly 100 more. And no yeah. less. Yeah, so get your checkbooks out. <laughs> and, right. write, and write five pounds. Right here from Matthew, we've got plane, trains and autocorrect, Robocorps, or this is, I think this is up there in, in the entire pantheon of film Shit. titles. Icy dead people. <laughs> Cold zombies. <laughs> He's, he's given us the full synopsis, but I can't, I mean... Well, yeah, that's, Matthew, where were you 58 episodes ago? <laughs> no one ever does this much. People who have been cryogenically frozen suddenly start to break free from the cryopods, I don't know what they're called, and walk the earth like frozen zombies. P.S. Nothing like the Game of Thrones White Walkers. No, because the Game of Thrones White Walkers weren't cryogenically frozen. No. So what it would, but the thing, what's fun about this film is that... Walt people Disney... That, it's the people that can afford to be cryogenically frozen, like yeah. megastars. So it'd be loads of super cold celebrities. Yeah, Walt Disney. Oh, I thought you were suggesting it'd be a Walt Disney film. It's made by Disney. Him, he comes back from a cryo chamber and says, you've got to make a movie about this. <laughs> and then he eats someone's brain. You simply have to. Yeah, I like that. I well, the other ones, Robocorps, similar. <laughs> yeah, where does <laughs> plane, trains and autocorrect? That's fun. 
someone has to get home using Google Maps using only the autocorrect function in the middle. You know that middle bit where it suggests a word? Yeah. So their whole keyboard's broken on their phone, apart from that bit where it, it guesses what you're trying to type at the top, and they have to navigate home using only that button. Ah. It's a fun film. Should we do, should we do that now, see what it says on our yeah. phones? I'm right. on airplane mode, ironically. But airplane doesn't affect your autocorrect, does it? It affects Google Maps, John, no, no, which no. has to be connected to the internet. Right. So the dream factory is a good actor and will be a good friend of mine and a good friend who is a banker and a half an hour to go to oh god to this is the best review this is the best review the podcast ever had (laughs) right thank you so much matthew thank you for listening the episodes are of varying quality hopefully yeah some are good some are brilliant Some are art. <laughs> oh, we they're should, all art. Can we? Can we? As our final act as a podcast, can we see if we can get what is it? Art decider to tweet our podcast and decide whether the show is art or not. Imagine what if after two years they just say no. Hmm. We, we look. The thing is, we know it. We just don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's true. Um, can I just say now? Yeah, I'm really worried about how bad my last ever film pitch is for this podcast. Brilliant, L- lovely little tease for the end of the episode. Mm. So. Stay tuned. Mm. Bigger the bigger. I keep looking at it and thinking, what have you done? <laughs> right. We've got a few from Colin. Thank you, Colin. Colin's been a really top quality contributor. Colin's from, been around for a long time. From day 11, probably. I, don't, I wouldn't say day dot. I'm not sure. Mm. Right. First, Rocket Lolly Man. Elton John retires from music and buys an ice cream van. Much like Rupert Grint. He didn't say that. I did. Rupert Grint bought an ice cream van. He did. Imagine the tunes that that ice cream van would be playing out. Oh. It'd be so good. Does he have a piano in there as well? Yeah, but it's like a plinky pl- piano. Of course. So yeah, there's bling, no room bling, in there. It's not a grand bling, piano, bling, is it? Bling, 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 bling. Which Elton John song was that? Bling, 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 bling. Which Elton John song bling, was that? Bling, 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 bling. I'm not going to do any more because uh, I don't want to get sued. I, what song was it? Rocket Man, mate. Rocket Man makes me really sad, by the way. There's, uh, space, it's really sad. Space songs make me really sad. As a kid, I really vividly remember... Space man, <laughs> always wanted you to go Gosh. into space man. That makes you really sad, <laughs> you dweeb. The second I started saying that and you did that joke, I think we did that on episode 12. Do we, have we done that before? I don't know. It feels like... The kind of there are no new ideas. Next, but thanks for tweeting them in. Next from Colin, the Wilson Phillips movie. The pop ensemble from the early 90s spend the film's running time stabbing volleyballs with screwdrivers. What... Was their tune? No idea. Okay. And thanks. Fi- and finally, and perhaps, and this is back to him now. And perhaps my favourite one that I've ever submitted. Yesterday, a struggling musician <laughs> discovers that he is the only person on earth who can remember Marmite. <laughs> that is the best. I think that might be the best one ever. That is brilliant. <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> but it's quite. It's, if you can remember songs and you're a musician, that's fine. But if you're a musician and you can just remember Marmite. Uh, if you if you woke up tomorrow and no one knew what Marmite was, you'd have fuck all chance of recreating Marmite, would you? you imagine trying to pitch it to someone. It's like this black tar. Yeah, you got no way. I'm sorry. If he was like the head, head chef Hellman's. at Hartley's yeah. or Hellman's or Heinz, that was the obvious. They're very H-based, the condiments, aren't they? HP <laughs> sauce. Hang on. Why is that? I didn't realise until the other day that HP sauce meant Houses of Parliament sauce. Mean, I didn't know that until now. It makes yeah. sense with the picture. Yeah, it really does. I always wonder why that picture was. Does it really mean that? Apparently so. No. Tweet us. The, right. If you woke up... 
I think a challenge that we should set all the listeners as a kind of final farewell to us is we invent a new food product and we get them all to go into their place of work tomorrow and just <laughs> like, Does anyone remember? claim that like Rishki Lup. Rishki Lup. What's Rishki Lup? Rishki Lup is a condiment. It's kind of like mustard, mm-hmm. but it's... Mm-hmm. A, I'm listening. That sounds good. A dark purple colour and it's like more tangy and it's got like a, it's got like a liquid, like a viscosity that mustard doesn't have. It's like more... Um, it sounds delicious. Yeah, it's more... Do you remember green ketchup? I do remember. I vividly remember eating that at Thought Park. If you want to hear about green ketchup, <laughs> please listen to episode 36. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have that. We? This is like one of those like fucking clip shows from Friends. <laughs> uh, what well, about the time I had green ketchup? Um, Paul's got in touch, uh, and he says to Eddie the Eagle has landed. Very nice. He does a ski jump so high that he... No, no, the eagle's land isn't the moon, is it? Where's the eagle land? I don't know, but That I... sounds like a Native American name. Where's what? eagle land? I like this... Uh, he's out killing I... a buffalo. I like his second one a lot. The girl with all the gifts. Isn't that a film? Yes. Yeah, oh, she's got loads of presents. <laughs> is that what it is? No, the girl with all the gifts. Oh. So, the... so she's... She makes the gifts. So she's... Uh... She's she works just, at the gift factory. She's just got all the access to the moving images. Online. She knows the the right gift for the every single time. She always responds with the perfect gift, which is something I I really stress over. I've got a friend and former and former regular contributor to the podcast, Lem, and he is the king of the gifts. He's really honestly, honestly, tweet him. I'll find out his Twitter, and you say it, a time or an event, or give a comment that someone else has said. He'll tweet you the perfect gift, and you'll be like. Thanks. That is a real charge good online service. service. Yeah. yeah, we should write that down. Should... Ignore that, listener. We'll call it the girl with all. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The gifts. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. All right, um, next up is, uh, I'm going to say friend of the show, Beck Hill. Yep, love Beck, great Beck, great, much respect for Beck. We invited all of our previous contributors to turn up today. Uh, yeah, they're all here, but they're being very quiet because they, they respect the process. <laughs> uh, Pill and Med's excellent adventure. <laughs> Is it like personified drugs? 
Yeah, like Osmosis Jones. Do you remember Osmosis Jones? It was an animated pill that went into your body and fought off the virus. Yeah, I think so. I remember I had on VHS a set of three stories about uh, the body where everything was alive. Yeah, pill and I, really, I was really into it. Pill and med? I think they might have been called pill and med. They did go on excellent <laughs> adventures where they'd like fight an illness and stuff. It was is, really cool. Is that what they would do? They'd be fighting an illness? Yeah, or they'd just be exploring the pancreas, you know. Oh, it's an educational piece. Yeah, but God, it was fun. In my, it was fun entertainment. In my head, they were animated, but actually, the more I think about it, the more I'd rather it was uh, Keanu Reeves in a big pill suit. Up for that, and they shrink him down. Yeah. And he jumps into the body. Yeah. I'd let Keanu Reeves get inside me any day of the week. Well, that one will be taken out of context. Um, so, yeah, and it's like kind of got that kind of like felty kind of Michelle Gondry aesthetic. Mm. It looks a bit like kids' TV. Can I just say, John, you've never done this many hand gestures on a record before. In fact, quite often I don't see your hands, but you're really expressive. And also, the position you're in <laughs> is nothing short of arrogant. <laughs> you're slouched. I'm on my way out, mate. It's I can tell. Episodes. You're, like, you're literally sliding your way out. I know. <laughs> I'm sat bolt upright, professionally broadcasting, perfect mic distance, perfect control. I'm sure you'll agree. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, I've got another one from Tom. Oh, go for it. Tom's uh, been a regular contributor for a very long time. Thanks, Tom. Uh, and uh, I'll be honest with you, sometimes Tom's name has not been Tom <laughs> when he's sent in several film ideas. Oh, Tom. Uh, he's just said, do you know the film This Is The End? Yeah. He said, what about that happens when we do our last episode of The Dream Factory? Oh, that would be fun. It would be quite fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Who would get killed first in an apocalyptic situation? Well, I feel like you bring a lot of confidence to the game, but I actually think that might attract the... You know, the apocalyptic demons. Mm, well, I'd throw you to the demons straight away. <laughs> oh, that's nice. No, I wouldn't. Uh, that film yeah. is great. Surprisingly quite good. Yeah. Show lots of people playing exaggerated versions of themselves, apart from one of them who I've heard is playing a version very close to who they really are. Interesting, and I... It's... Who apparently is a real dick, which is really sad to hear, isn't it? Mm. Apparently a terrible guy. My Hollywood sources Are we going to beat the, the name yeah. and keep the rest of it in? Yeah. Oh, cool. Y- yeah, we've beat the name. Lovely bit of production there. Yeah. Right. Before we head to our own ideas, mm-hmm. we've got a final Pip Diddy Pip. Yes. So, um, Scroobius Pip, a while back sent us Is a that rapper, actor, writer, poet, podcaster, Scroobius Pip? Philanthropist. Mm, beard. Scroob Diddy Pip. Scroob Daddy Pip's final suggestion mm-hmm, uh, for the mm-hmm, show mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. John Harris 3, and then he's put in brackets John Wick 3. <laughs> Thank you very much, Pip. Uh, you, I mean, come on. Oh, you... You've never been in a fight in your life. <laughs> and we're suggesting you've made it to a third film of fights. Mm, I think if an assassin killed my dog, I'd probably cry. Yeah, you just cry. It's just you crying. <laughs> it's an hour <laughs> All the assassins are waiting for me to fight them, but I'm just sat in the corner of the room crying. I can't. No. It looks like I'm not back. I've never seen a John Wick film. I love dogs too much. <laughs> Is that why? I, I, told, I tweeted Kelly that. And, and? He said, fair play, mate. I watched Toy Story for 4 over the weekend. Did you cry? And he is excellent in it. I watched Toy Story 3 and cried a lot. What, over the weekend? Yeah, my girlfriend hadn't seen it. And I was saying, let's go watch Toy Story 4. And she said, hey, Joe, I ain't even seen Toy Story 3. Yeah. And I said, well, let's watch it. And then we both sat on the couch and I just cried and cried and cried. Was that before or after she had to clean the chimneys? Uh, She did it between chimney cleans. She's got to get some fresh air into her lungs. Absolutely. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, I cried. Would it at the end? So long, partner. God, I'm going to cry now. Oh, mate. I don't I'm going to say it to you at the end of this, pardon? I don't cry during films. Oh, that would be no, a nice I've got touch. emotions. Hey, should we do our ideas? Yeah, go on. Right, yours is going to be really brilliant. I know it is. I bet you've had it in your back pocket for ages, so I'm going to do mine first. I don't think it's that brilliant, but go on. Here we go. No pressure. Episode 100. 
a young man who has only ever been fed children's biscuits his entire life has his world turned upside down by a local fishmonger from rusk till prawn. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Right, right, right. Rusk till prawn. So rusks. What's a rusk? A rusk is that kid biscuit for like really small kids. SMA are probably a big on the rusk scene. It's like, you know, they've had the milk, they move on to the rusk. Okay. It's like a really soft, I mean, it's delicious. It's a shame that they're only marketed at kids. So this kid has only ever eaten rusks. You know, I was thinking about, you know, those Channel 4 documentaries where it's like, I've only eaten chocolate for 25 years. Oh, yeah. thinking, How are these people alive? Or well, there was that one famously about a woman that ate sofas. <laughs> <laughs> like she would just, and then, uh, like, even, she couldn't even stop while they were filming. Like she just ripped the arm off a sofa and just started nibbling all the insulation, all the foamy stuff inside. Okay, so it's just the foamy stuff. She's not like eating the screws and wood. Don't know, mate. They didn't stay on her for that long. They didn't watch her eat an entire sofa like a snake just lodging its jaw. <laughs> would be good, That's though. A, that would be fucking brilliant. <laughs> and she just walks around with a very clear sofa shape in her middle. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about those. I was thinking about those. And I was thinking about that Brie Larson film where she, her and her kid are indoors. Yeah. What's room. it called? Room. They're indoors in that place. They're in that little space. What is it called? Room. Imagine that, but they only have access to rusks. <laughs> okay. Right? And then the kid gets out, and the first place he goes... It's like a fishmonger or like a fish counter in a supermarket and the guy gives him a prawn and he loves it. Well, you have a personal kind of affinity for this story. Because I only ate rusks for the first <laughs> This is about me. Because you, your, your kind of culinary uh, palate was opened as an 18-year-old who'd been raised as a, t- a vegetarian his whole life. Right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then you had a... Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I was a vegetarian for 18 years and then I ate a Big Mac. <laughs> And I've been eating Big Macs ever since. <laughs> he only eats Big Macs. I ate a Big Mac just to show off. Imagine that, 18 years of being a vegetarian. Joel, it doesn't surprise me at all that you were a vegetarian for eight years and the only reason you 18 years, it. mate, not eight years. First 18 years of my life. And the only reason you did it, broke it, was to show off. Yeah. That is absolutely on brand. Yeah, it's quite on brand, isn't it? <laughs> and honestly, mate, I had one bite of that Big Mac and my whole life changed. I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I thought it was so, I thought it was so delicious. I thought every flavour I'd ever happened until then was fucking shit. Like, this is all I care about. And then I would say, I was thinking the other day, I actually said to my dad the other day, I was like, you know, being a vegetarian for the first 18 years of my life is probably quite good for me. It's probably mm. stood me in good stead. For sure. And then he said, yeah, but then you had meat with every meal for the next <laughs> 12 years. So what does it matter? What does it matter? Like every breakfast, I was like, yeah, sausage. Am I having porridge? Yeah, I'll put a sausage in that. <laughs> meat, 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 meat. Took me quite a while to eat a steak, though. I was quite intimidated by steaks. Yeah? Yeah. Still? Not now, though, mate. No. I, I basically just take a bite out of a you cow know. if it's walking past. <laughs> I don't care. I love meat so much. But I never feel guilty because I've done my bit. Most people won't be... <laughs> most people You've won't, done the time. Most people won't be vegetarian for 18 years of their life, so let me eat whatever I want to eat. That's what I, that's what I say to people. That's what I say when I see vegans. I go, like, how long have you been a vegan for? About two years. Wow. Check the records, mate. Come back. <laughs> Come back in nine years because I'd say a vegan's double. Yeah, I'd say a vegan's double. So if I see a vegetarian, I say do 18 years from whenever you did to then and then we can talk. Fine. If you're a vegan, just do nine. I'm, I'm quite a generous guy. Anyway, he eats a prawn. He loves the prawn. Yeah. And then he embarks. It's like eat, pray, love. Uh, and he embarks on a mission to eat every other food stuff on earth before he dies, which, oh, I didn't tell you is next week. <laughs> if you were going to die next week, what would you eat that you'd never eaten? Would you eat something really expensive? Yeah, probably like, you know, you'd go for like Kobe beef or something like that. Mm. That's probably the vibe. Um, on oh, the subject yeah. of eating prawns... Could you really enjoy it? Would you what, eat McDonald's? If you had one week left with one of the meals you had at McDo- McDonald's, 
Mm. Or would it be two of the mills? <laughs> I'm not sure. I would definitely have the dog. I'd have to strategize. But the thing is, I think if I knew that I was dying next week, it'd be a real pain because I would love, to, I'd really want to enjoy my food, but I'd be so anxious, I probably wouldn't have much of an appetite for the whole week. Mm. You're not thinking this through, Joel. You'd be too worried about, you know, you want to look your best when the, the asteroid comes. Oh, so you're assuming that everyone's dying. Because the, no, cause the, be, queue, the queue at McDonald's would be ridiculous. I want to be asteroid body ready. Is that how you want to go? Asteroid. <laughs> Giant asteroid wipes out the whole planet. Yeah, if I'm going, you're all coming with That's me. That's a fun answer because people always say in my sleep, <laughs> I want everyone. No, Earth, get rid of Earth. <laughs> if it's me, it's everyone. Uh, uh, on the subject of prawns, I really vividly remember reading a, you know when they would do like long form interviews? With a prawn? In magazines. <laughs> I mean, they still you read do. a long form interview with a prawn. Okay, are you going to tweet the link out to that? I read a what long- were the major revelations? <laughs> I, read, I read a long form interview with Jedward, where apparently all they eat. I mean, how long form is that interview? Three hundred words. Well, it was one of those things where like a journalist follows them for a few days. So yes, the amount they, of words they know about that. The amount of words that came out of Jedward's mouths yeah. was probably not much. But yeah, apparently all they ate was prawns because they're quite good for you. They're low-fat, high-protein. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. all they would eat, which is buckets Constantly. of prawns. Buckets of prawns. <laughs> I, I'm telling you now. I've exaggerated. That is not liable. I've exaggerated. <laughs> like, like, work it like they're a fucking sea world. Someone's <laughs> just chucking them for buckets of prawns. Yeah. I'm telling you now, and I'll go on the record and say this, <laughs> there is no way that Jedward are shelling their own prawns. <laughs> not because... I reckon they, they don't know how to. Oh. I don't reckon Jedward could shell a prawn. I'd love to see them go head-to-head. <laughs> Who can shell a bucket of prawns the quickest? Or are they just feral and they eat the whole thing? Some people eat the whole thing. What, with prawns? Yeah. Wow. I know. I, I used to have a colleague that, um, I, I changed job, oh, she's fine, and she would eat an apple uh, top down. What do you mean top down? She'd start at the top and eat it down to the bottom, core and all. Just. I know people that eat the core, but they still eat... No, vertically. So she wouldn't save the core to the end. She wouldn't go around the edge of the core. Just straight just down. Straight down. But it's not even... But it's a... Spherical object. I know. I couldn't believe it when I first saw it. She was she was shredding sl- layers of the. Apple yeah, that's, I can't believe time. you left this revelation <laughs> till the last podcast. Here is the final ever Dream Factory suggestion from yours truly, and it is not worth being the last ever suggestion. <laughs> Nightmare on Elmo Street. <laughs> there we go. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Nightmare on Sesame Street. Well, yeah, I know, but exactly. I think it could be fun. You could have... Um, They're all probably quite scary in the right lighting. I would say so. Mm. That Elmo laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't want that anywhere near you. Uh, maybe... In the dark. You tickle him, but something bad happens. I don't know. Yeah, you t- you've tickled me one last time, punk. <laughs> and then Elmo's got the weird... Um, Tickle this. ...hand... The weird, you know, claw handy thing oh, yeah. that he's got. It's not really part of his hand. I assume it's, a, it's, a it's an accessory, isn't it? Yeah, it is an accessory. Freddy Krueger. It's a garden accessory. What's that all about? You have to wonder when he made that. Yeah. Don't you? Did he experiment with smaller knives? Um, so that's it. We'll, we'll, we'll have some chats afterwards about what we're going to do next mm. and stuff. And I mean, by have some chats, literally we're going to have a production meeting. Yeah, we are. So <laughs> ch- stay tuned. Uh, anyway, we know that's the end of the Dream Factory because there is a... At the studio door. And entering the studio, it's everyone from the previous 99 episodes that have entered the studio. Name some of your favourites. And they're all going to shred prawns. Shred? Shed. Shed.
I bet you can shell a prawn pretty easily. Yeah, it's in my it's in my blood as a Frenchman. Mm. One of my best childhood memories is my dad teaching me how to shell prawns. Oh, mm. I don't think my dad taught me anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he taught me to ride a bike. He's a great dad, and he's he's really good with money. And I, I he taught I'm a prawn how to ride a bike. Your dad, he's a weird guy. <laughs> And it he told you, taught you how have to share, shell a bike. Uh, yeah, I've seen, of course I've seen the video. Have I seen the video? Of course I've seen the video. That prawn is the most famous man in France. Uh, right, um, so... Uh, imagine a prawn competing in Tour de France. It'd be great. Um, there was some people... A giant prawn would be scary, though. Imagine a six-foot prawn. Yeah? A six-foot prawn. It'd be scary, yeah. no, come on. Well, that's like the film... Um, District prawn 13. of the Dead. Prawn of the Dead. District 9. District 9. District 13 is a French film. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the agenda never sleeps, does it? The final bit of the last podcast. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right, I'm off. Um, Au revoir. So um, I just like thank you to everyone who ever contributed. Um, Anyone that ever listened. Yeah. Anyone that ever thought about listening. Thank you to you. <laughs> I assume there's millions of them. Yeah. yeah I've always assumed that. Our potential You've audience. got a lot of listeners? No, but <laughs> the potential people really audience. think about it. Mm. A potential audience of six billion, I think you'll find. Mm. And uh, people who didn't contribute this week who uh, should be shouted out, our main man, Muscles Tom. Muscles Tom. I mean, we did shout him out, but Stu. Messers, Chris and Ben, they've been good down the years. Uh, Bark D. Lem, just everyone. And I'm really sorry if I've already forgotten your name. But yeah, if you're a fan, which is crazy to think. Oh, (gasps) Jason, Jason sent us a card. Jason sent us a uh, sorry you're leaving card. Yeah. Like I didn't like that he'd written it in blood. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit. Oh, and Sophie got us cupcakes with the logo on it, which is super kind. Super lovely. That that's those are all on our Again, socials. Made with blood. But it's still a nice gesture. It I is still a nice gesture. Red velvet, she said. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Red. <laughs> we are like Joel and I are like we haven't fallen out. This is a some sort of weird thing. Well, we we're already we've already got a plan to have some pints and world. plan a thing. Yeah, yeah. We are we'll we'll be back whether you want us to be or not. <laughs> you might be devastated at this news, uh, but we we will do a new podcast thing. And it will probably be a silly thing around films. Let's not be silly. It'll be a silly thing that we're not going to be silly, John. Mm. Silly's my uh, modus operandi. <laughs> That's Latin for big idea. No, for mode for what i modus operandi just means your raison d'etre which is french for reason to be modus operandi (laughs) which is latin for raison d'etre which is french for modus operandi well Uh, it seems like a very low energy way to leave it's really petering out (laughs) but hey a lot a lot of people say say it petered in (laughs) oh man well done mate we did it hundred a hundred episodes Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.